Hello, and welcome to episode four of the Twisted Stitches podcast. Today is Saturday, October 18th, 2014. We're your hosts, Twee and Kimberly. Welcome to the show. How are you? Good. How are you? Welcome to mid-October. Mid-October! <laughs> Funny. Um, how have you been? Uh, I've been good. How are you? How have you been? Pretty good. We have to admit, we just went out to breakfast. Mm-hmm. It was we good. We ate a lot of French toast and bacon. It was good. It was crunchy French toast, and it had cornflakes on, on it. Yeah, and to make fruit. it crunchy. And fruit, because that completely makes it healthy. Fruit makes anything healthy. Especially French toast. <laughs> and potatoes are a vegetable, so... Oh, potatoes are a vegetable. So really, we had, like, the healthiest breakfast, breakfast ever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's get into the podcast. Yay! First, we have an announcement. Announcement! Yay! It's just a short announcement. Uh, just want to tell everyone that... We submitted our feed to iTunes and we're accepted, so now you can listen to us on iTunes if you want. Yay! <laughs> Just look up Twisted Stitches um, podcast and you see our little logo with the bunny and the puppy and click subscribe. And yeah, hopefully that'll make it a little easier for people to find us. That's how I listen to podcasts, is through iTunes. So, and I haven't even subscribed to our I podcast yet. <laughs> you should subscribe to your own podcast. Just... I mean, mostly for quality control. Yes, quality control. So we'll hope you will check us out and subscribe if you like us. Yay! Yay, that's it. Um, on to the next segment, which is Whip It. What you working on? I am working on the UU Knit Along um, Double Deco Wrap still, which we did talk about last podcast. Right. I'm and, working on it right now. Yeah, so it's a Knit Along that's happening during the month of October, um, but I am definitely not going to finish in October unless uh, I take the rest of October off and not do anything except knit this shawl. I am really slow knitter, and I feel like this um, is really, really helpful to do a knit along because I have a yeah. lot of time to look at what other people are doing and kind of check in on how yeah. everyone's doing, but I'm I'm way behind. I'm, like, on week one. <laughs> it is week three. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're not going to get into it too much, but both of us have had some issues with this pattern. Yeah. Um, it looks like a very simple shawl. It's a skirtish stitch, a triangle. It seems to have some cool construction, but at least for us, we found that the pattern instructions are kind of vague in certain important areas. Yeah, and I think it it shows a lot. I brought my shawl to breakfast, actually, and pulled out <laughs> the shawl at the breakfast all table. Four the balls all four balls hanging All four balls. Yeah, I think the waitress was really confused <laughs> by what was going on. But it's because I had, um, I had a specific problem with going back to wing one. I think where I am, it's um, I had just finished the first part of wing two, and now I'm going back to wing one, and I was a bit confused on uh, where I should be on the needles and, and everything. Yeah. So uh, Twee was nice enough to help me, so now I'm back on track. But yeah, yeah. I, I think for some reason this um, this pattern's been a little confusing for yeah, me. Yeah, it's been confusing for both of us, and 
um, are well, way, more, way more confusing for me. Yeah, <laughs> well, it's more confusing than I, I thought it was going to be. And our local yarn store owner warned us a little bit that one part was kind of tricky, but we were able to get through that. Um, and if you're knitting it too, you should go to the UU Yarns blog. They're posting um, little posts every week. Uh, on each sort of stage of the knit along and the pictures on that are really helpful because the directions are kind of vague at certain points but the pictures on UU Yarns like you can look at it and see what you're actually supposed to do and there's a knit along uh, thread on the UU Yarns Ravelry group too and the designer's on it so if you have questions she's been answering them um, too so I'm sure she would answer any questions you have but yeah, we've had some issues. I think we're going to be okay now, hopefully, but yeah, it's definitely proven harder than I think both of us originally thought it was going to be. Yeah, so. but that's why this was probably a really good one to do a knit along to, because like I said, it's easier when you have a friend doing it with you, so you can both kind of stare at each other and go, what's what? happening? What just, yeah. how, what? Um, also, FaceTime. FaceTime yeah, is we, very helpful. We FaceTime sometimes when we knit, so you can show me, or she, I can show her usually. Yeah, first I text Twee and I say, hey, I'm confused slash frustrated, and then she FaceTimes me and I can show her what I'm confused and or frustrated yeah. about. So that's actually been really helpful. Yes. So gather your friends, fellow knitters. Yeah. and But yours is turning out really nice. I really like the rainbow yarn, the lady dye yarn. Yeah, it's lady dye color is twisted. And, rainbow. and I think that's also adding a little bit to the confusion because yeah, yeah Twee's um, doing four different colors, which is what the pattern calls for. It calls for four colors, two main colors, and two contrast colors. Mm-hmm. But I'm only using two colors, technically. So I'm using a white UU worsted, and I'm using the twisted lady dye. So after I was done with wing two... The yeah, both sides are totally exactly the, the same. same. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't tell what wing one was. You hadn't marked it. Yeah, I hadn't marked it, and I couldn't tell what wing two was. So we spent a good five minutes just making, yeah, trying to figure out. that out. So, you know, if you're using only two colors, just remember to mark which one is the first wing. So. Yeah, and and we we want to say that we really like this shawl. I think we're both pretty excited about how it's going to turn out. Yeah, or else it, I would have just actually we probably just given it. Out. Yeah. yeah, but it's looking it's looking pretty cool. So um, you know, it'll be worth it in the end. And that's the only thing I'm working oh, on. The only right thing now. you're working on? I know. See, um, I, I should be working on. Well, because I was. We'll get to it. Yeah, I worked on some other stuff. That you but finished. Okay. Finished. Okay. What I'm working on, I did work a little bit more on my Saroyan shawl scarf oh, by Liz Abenant. Um, out of the Malabrigo Worsted and Polly Gala, Polly Gala, one of those. And that's for my mom for Christmas. I haven't gotten super far. I've only done another couple of leads. And I'm almost into the straight section. Nice. Uh, yeah. I've done a little bit on that. Uh, I do want to finish it for Christmas, though, so. You think you have enough time? I mean, if I concentrate on it. You know, I used to make a lot of scarves for people for Christmas. Uh, and I like wearing scarves. But I found that, like, lately at least, I don't like making them. They just get really boring yeah. for me. It's just, like, long, long, strong, like, you know, I just, they're just so long. Yeah. I get really bored, so. Well, I think it's funny because I used to make a lot of scarves as well. And then I think I went through this period of just making scarves with, like, sock yarn or something. Yeah. Because <laughs> you bought all that sock yarn and then you decided you didn't like to make socks. Yeah. So you had to find another use for it. I do not like to make socks. I know. There are some people who love socks, but I can't. I, I don't have the patience for socks, 
so yeah, I was making all these scarves with sock yarn, and it just yeah quadrupled the time of a yeah. normal scarf. I haven't tried a sock yarn scarf yet. But that'll be fun. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's pretty so far. The color's really nice, so... Uh, what else am I working on? Oh, I started The Boo Crew Ooh. by Susan Claudino, and that's just like a little toy, and it's like teardrop shaped. We, talk, we talked about it last right, week. That was in, week. I think I was in... You My cute, it, yeah. yeah. So I started that for my swap partner, and I'm not very far. I'm just the bottom, you know, little section. And I'm making that out of a used stash yarn, deep stash. I used some um, Knit Picks Sock Landscape, which is a sock yarn that Knit Picks had, I don't know, I think years ago. It's discontinued now. And it's kind of a thicker fingering weight yarn. And the colorway is called Spring Prairie. And it's purple and greens. That's pretty. And maybe brown or something? Brown or black. It just seemed kind of Halloween-y to me. Yeah. I was, you know, I wanted to buy a new yarn for it. But I figured since it's just a tiny toy, I should, you know, use some stash yarn. Just, just <laughs> another excuse to buy a new yarn. Exactly. But, it, you know, so it was good. And it's turning out really cute so far. Nice. It's knitting up faster than I thought it was going to because I think it's pretty small. So um, I'm hopefully we'll finish that in the next few weeks. We pushed our swap back to November. Just, I think, to give us both more time, um, you know, so it would be less stressful. So that's good. So I'm not in a huge rush anymore. That's awesome. Yeah. So I, I, get, really, I get really sad when I'm in a rush to knit something. It, yeah, it, it just kind of sucks the, the joy out yeah. of it. Like, for gifts and stuff, you want to give them that gift, but I don't know, yeah, making yourself knit it is just doesn't make it fun. No, it, it makes me really stressed out. Yeah, and you don't want to put that stress and negative energy into your knitting either so yeah the whole point of knitting is that it's fun and relaxing and yeah you can you know kind of zen out when you do it sometimes and yeah. it's creative and which is why I don't do too much gift Christmas knitting I I want to do more gift Christmas knitting yeah. but I realize that I have to start you start in February you can start in like the summer <laughs> at least yeah February sounds like a good time to start Christmas knitting well, with wool. Well, I'll talk to you in February then. Yeah, yeah. I'll get my I'll get my list ready for 2015. <laughs> Excellent. Okay, um, that's all I'm working on. So let's move on to faux show. Faux show. <laughs> do you have some um, finished objects to show me? I do. I do. Yeah. So um, we talked last week about my brother-in-law Ryan Hobler, who got um, who will in November be able to perform at Lincoln Center for this songwriting competition. Nice. Singer-songwriting competition. And I believe I spoke about my good friend Cindy, who voted, and on Facebook I had said, if you vote for Ryan, I will knit you a hat. So <laughs> I did. Cindy's cashed in. Cindy has cashed yeah. in, and I knit a hat. I knit the same pattern twice. Um, both of them are with Malabrigo yarn. The one that I sent to Cindy is a bluish... Teal, it's like teal. teal. Um, it's really pretty. And I knit a second hat, same pattern, um, with pollen, which is a really pretty yellow. Yeah. Um, and the Malabrigo worsted? Yeah, it's Malabrigo worsted, mm-hmm. and the pattern is called the Star-Crossed Slouchy Beret. Okay. Um, and I, I do really like it. Um, I thought I would... If you look at it on my Ravelry page, mm-hmm. um, it's a bit big. It's knit on size 11 needles, which I think That's is... It's pretty big for Malabrigo worsted. It, it's pretty big, and it makes it really slouchy, which I understand is the point, but it's almost slightly too big. 
Um, yeah. It was okay with Cindy because Cindy has a lot of beautiful red hair. Yeah, I that, put it on my head and it was a little big. It's a little loose. Yeah. I don't have a ton of hair. Well, me too, and I have a kind of a larger head. <laughs> you do. I have a larger head, and I do have a lot of hair, and I'm not totally sure if I... Um, I'd like to make the hat again a third time. Wow. But I think I'm going to decrease the needle. Um, you use smaller needle size? Yeah, I'm going to use smaller needle size. So the rib part at the beginning is with a ten and a half. Um, and then the, the major, like I said, the, the bulk of the hat is with an 11, 11 yeah. but I think I'm going to go down to maybe a 10, 10 or a nine yeah. and then have the bulk be a 10 and a half, um, just to give it a little bit more stiffness and, or you um, can take shape. out a repeat or something. Yeah. Um, so you like this pattern? I really like this <laughs> I really like this pattern. And I have to say that I've only done maybe one or two ribbed hats before and maybe only one other cable oh, hat hats. yeah and so and this is totally addicting because i have a really short attention span so you know hats are i love making stellar. hats and yeah. I, I never wear hats but i really like making them but you see it's a little big it, it is a little big it's it can cover my eyes and put your hair up I could put my hair up. It's nice, though. It's nice. It's a really pretty pattern. And I knew they, they did warn you in the pattern, like, this is very slouchy. Like, mm. you know, so but I, like I knew my, what I was I like for. my brims to be snug so that it doesn't feel like it's falling off. Yeah. Even if the hat's loose, I like the ribbing to be pretty tight. Mm-hmm. And that for someone? Well, I think this is a Christmas present. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And we won't say. We won't say who, but it's probably, it's a Christmas present. Okay. And it's just a really pretty pattern. You blocked so. it already? I did not block it. I'd probably make it bigger. Maybe you shouldn't. That's what I'm afraid of. So I didn't. Yeah. I wasn't planning on blocking it because my luck, it'll block it. I'll block well, it. Malabrigo definitely grows. Yeah, it'll be a hat for Andre the Giant. So who has passed away? Who so has passed away? I won't even be able to wear. I know it's so sad. All right. Um, yeah. So that. So I made. I knit two hats and I finished them and I'm just all super proud of myself. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good job. I was surprised that you'd finish another one so quickly. Yeah, I'm. I'm super surprised as well. <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> Alright, is that it for you? That's it. Or what did you finish? Day? I know you finished Oh yeah, it. I finished one thing. Ooh, Yay. magical. I, I actually made myself, not made myself, but I knew we were podcasting this weekend. So during the week, I was like, I need to, need to finish, finish this something. thing because I'm almost done with it and I want to have a FO to talk about. So anyway, I finished the Newborn Vertebrae Sweater by Kelly Brooker. Yay! And that's out of the unknown soft yarn that's green and bluish gray and white. It is pretty. And all I had to do left was pick up the button band. Oof and do the ribbing, and I don't, you know, I haven't picked up too many button bands, so I don't know if I did a fantastic job, but, you know, it's for a baby, they're never gonna know, so, and I blocked it a couple days ago, so now it's all dry, and I'm showing it to Kimberly right now, it is super cute, and, um, yeah, I think it turned out okay, I did, like, half sleeves-ish, and then, yeah, it looks like it'll fit, I don't know, what age do you think this would fit, do you think a newborn? Hmm bigger i think like six months nine months maybe six months yeah it's really pretty it's really pretty and it's very well knit it's very well shaped yeah i blocked it so that all the stitches it was all crumpled up originally but i blocked it so that it would be i like the yarn it's like slightly silky yeah i think there's nylon in it or something but again i don't know what this yarn is so mystery yarn mystery yarn i mean i'm pretty sure it's just sock yarn and i think it has nylon so it should be washable but um, other than that, I don't really know. I don't remember where I got it or where it came from. I had no tag. <laughs> so you can kind of, in the back, you can kind of see where I picked up the stitches. I think if I had done it differently, it would have been more seamless. 
But by the time I noticed that, I was already, like, two rows in. And I'm like, I'm not re-picking these up. So. I think it's really nice. I don't, yeah, I don't think it that's kinda, a problem you know, at all. You can pretend it's, like, a design feature. It's very straight. I forgot to cut this one end, but I'll cut that. Oh, I think it's really nice. You should definitely go on Twee's Ravelry page and look at this picture of this little... Yeah. I gotta take pictures after this. So, yeah. That's done. That will be going in just the baby pile for now because... I know at least three babies are going to be born in the same month next year, and we're just going to see how much stuff I can amass before then. They're they're being incubated right now. Yes. And mummies, tummies. Tummies, right. Across the U.S. Yes, exactly. So, yeah. And then I have some other baby things I need to pull back out that I've started, so... You'll probably hear about that next time. Really good. Uh, that's my only FO. That's really good. All right, we move on. Yeah, let's talk about queued. Queued, did you queue anything? You know, I didn't queue anything on Ravelry, but now that I'm thinking about it... Um, <laughs> yeah, I, queue something. I did. I'm going to mentally queue it on the podcast, and okay. I actually have to start it. Um, but speaking about babies, yeah. I do have to... I've got the yarn ready, and I have a pattern that I got through yeah. a, a dictionary, um, a stitch a dictionary. dictionary. yeah. And I'm going to start... Um, we have a friend who's due in February. I'm going to start a baby blanket. Okay. Um, so this know? is going to be kind of... Um, which which kind of stitch pattern is it? What stitch pattern is it? It's from... We went to a signing. Oh, Up, Down, All Around, All around by um, Wendy Bernard. Yes, that's yes. it. Yes. It's a great book. It is. It's a really nice book and yes. really well well put together. And so we went to a signing at Unwind. I think it was last month or two months ago. I think it was like two months ago. Two months ago, and it was... Really fun signing, um, and she's lovely. Yes, and so this from is California. a great book from California. Yes, so uh, I looked. I looked through that because I didn't. I'm not totally. Um, I wasn't totally sold on some of the baby blanket uh, patterns that I saw. Right, it, because I had already picked out the yarn, mm-hmm. um, which is a sweet Georgia yarn. It's gorgeous, ah, super wash. Yeah, yeah, it's really nice. So I found this little um, pattern, this little stitch pattern, stitch pattern right. that I'm going to just repeat. Mm-hmm. Over and over. Um, but I have a couple choices, so I'm okay. not going to say which one it is yet. Do you choose? So, yeah, the next time I'll tell you which one I choose, and okay. I have to start that. So that's in queue progress. Okay. What um, what color is your yarn? Um, it is... It's really pretty. It's a greenish blue um, from okay. Sweet Georgia. Here, I'll show you. Okay. She's getting out. You can hear the chair. <laughs> I'm, I'm moving around. She's moving around the studio. Um, yeah, we love Sweet Georgia. Um, yeah, oh yes, this one. Okay. So it is, um, Superwash Sport, and it is a limited edition. The color is called Wet Coast Winter. Oh, nice. And I remember buying this a couple years yeah, ago. Yeah, this was probably a while ago. Yeah, and I loved, because I love the colors. The colors are this beautiful kind of different kinds of greens and then a hint of a bluish purple yeah and there's some bright teal bits in there yeah some darker blue um i mean it does like yeah wet coast winter is like a good a good name for it it's a good name for it it's a super wash sport so the new mom can put it in the washer machine if she wants yeah and and i think it's a good unisex color it's a pretty good unisex color because i wasn't sure if she was having a boy or a girl it turns out she's having a girl um, but I'm a girl, and I really, these are yeah, my favorite colors, I'm not, so. I'm not into gender color baby things. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, yeah, I feel like babies, you can wear whatever you want, exactly. whatever you like, so that's cool. Yeah, so I'm really excited about yeah. that, actually, because so. 
that'll that's my in progress cue. Okay, so maybe maybe you'll start it by next time. I hope so. Okay. Cool. As we discussed, I'm a really slow knitter, so I really do need to start. <laughs> yeah, right? Okay, so I cued um, a hat called Autumn in Garrison by Kate Gagnon. Uh, that's a free pattern, I believe. It's like a hat for Ray, and it has a leaf motif. I actually was trying to look for hats that would look good with the Saroyan shawl scarf um, for my mom. I want to do like a hat scarf sets yeah and this one is free and it has sort of like a leafy motif on it uh so i thought that it would just be good you know i think i'm gonna make that out of the leftover malabrigo because i think the scarf will probably only take like one and a half one at the moment so you you know have extra yes yeah, so i'll have more anyway i want it so i wanted to make a hat so i'm gonna probably do that hopefully after <laughs> i finish the scarf when i finish the scarf one day it's awesome and then, and I queued this a while ago, and I just want to talk about it. Uh, I wanted to cue The Waiting for Winter Mittens by Susan B. Anderson. Uh, she has a podcast as well. She's a designer and has a podcast, and she's super cute. And recently, she uh, did a blog post about some mittens that she made from her own pattern with two colors of Noro. And so you just alternate them every two rows, so you get, a, like, a fun stripe pattern because you're using two striping yarns but you're alternating them and I have lots of like random single balls of Noro sitting around yeah so I figured I would and I have this pattern I actually bought it a while ago when she had a pattern sale so I figured I would make a couple pairs of those because they're really cute even though I have no idea when I would wear mittens in LA but uh I like making them I have made a few pairs of mittens before, so... We just started with a little bit of chilly weather in the morning. Yeah, it was a little cold. We we actually got up pretty early today. I had to pick you up at your Toyota dealer around 8.30, and it was actually kind of nippy. I mean, it was like 60 degrees, which is kind of cold here, you know, given that it's been like 100, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, it burned off, but it's starting to feel a little bit like fall, I think... I like it. By Halloween, I'll definitely feel a little colder, so I'm you know excited. What? You know what? We were just, um, husband, Muffin, and mm-hmm. I were just talking about how it's the season for pumpkin, this is not knitting related at all, <laughs> it's, the, it's the season for pumpkin cheesecake. Oh yeah, <laughs> at Cheesecake Factory. Yeah. At Cheesecake Factory, so now I'm like, I don't oh, like Cheesecake Factory, but, they, <laughs> but I love their cheesecake, and um, pumpkin cheesecake is pretty awesome. Yeah, so maybe that's a date. Yeah, maybe that's a maybe that's a knitting date. Maybe you can knit you at Cheesecake Factory. Anyway, I'm sorry. I thought about food, pumpkin cheesecake food. and Sounds it delicious. all went somewhere else. Yeah. So, <laughs> did you cue anything else? No, that's enough. That's about it for this week. Mm-hmm. So, oh, and now we want to talk about an event that Twee went to. Oh yeah! Yay! Yay! Events. I'm just gonna do a little event recap of. The Vista Fiber Arts Fiesta. I can never remember the full name. I talked about it in the last episode that I was going to be going. And it's in, it was in Vista, California. How far away from Los Angeles is that? (laughs) Well, which I found out was towards San Diego. It's about 90 miles south of us. It's really close to Oceanside, if you've been there. Yes, I have been there. You have been there. (laughs) For Muffin Triathlon, yes. (laughs) So it's really close to there. I think it's, it's a pretty small... Seems kind of a little bit rural, um, not in a bad way, but, like, there's, like, farms and stuff out there. So, I mean, which makes sense. And it was, I think, in the Air and Steam Engine Museum. 
Oh, cool. It's not it's an outdoor museum, and it's um, it's a big um, layout, and they have like barns and stuff, and tractors and like steam engine like displays and stuff. We didn't do too much exploring, but um, we we did look around a little bit. So, so I picked up my friend and your friend. Peggy. Peggy. Hi, yeah. Peggy. I don't know if she listens to this, but we're, we're going to... Hi, Peggy. <laughs> Even though we told we're her to. We're going to pretend that We told her to. Um, <laughs> so I picked her up pretty early because it opened at 10. We went on the Sunday, the last day, and I wanted to get there as early as possible just because it wasn't that close to us, and I wasn't sure how, how long it would take us, and, you know, the earlier we left, the better, just because we don't want to deal with traffic coming back. So. Yeah. so we got there right when they opened, and... Um, there was a rock and mineral show going on the same day. Oh, cool. Yeah, so, so there were, like, it's a good, good group of people there, you know, like, for the rock and mineral show and also for the fiesta. And so we went, and it was, um, really cool. It was small. I mean, at least, I think I'll, you know, think it's small compared to things like Stitches and, like, Mm -hmm. those other kinds of things. It's pretty small. I think there were maybe, like, 20 or 30 vendors, um, and they had, like, a stage with, like, music being played and a little food stand where they had, like, pulled pork sandwiches and, like, you know, hamburgers and stuff, which was cool. And we spent most of the time, you know, checking out the vendors. We did, like, one round all the way through. And there was one barn that was, like, cool. It was, like, the weaving barn. So you could go in and see all these, like, looms. Um, some old, some new. Like, some were, I think, like, hundreds of years old. Oh, that's cool. But that still worked. Well, that's cool. Yeah, and, like, there are things in various stages of being woven, and uh, a nice lady, I think, who was part of the guild there was telling us that, which I didn't know, was that the modern computer, um, the technology is actually sort of originates in uh, weaving, because, um, like, the old looms, they would, to make the patterns, like, they would feed into the, the loom, like, I think it's metal, like, these metal sheets, like, with, like, notches or punches out of them. Oh, right. To, like, make the pattern. And so, like, when, like, they're making, like, computers or whatever starting, like, that's kind of... The model. Like, yeah, they look to that, like, because that, you know what I mean? Like, and yeah. if you think about it, that makes sense. Yeah, that's really cool. So that's kind of cool. And it all comes back to fiber. It all comes back, always. And so there was um, some old spinning wheels, and that part was cool. We just walked around there just a little bit, and weaving kind of interests me, because I like the fabric it creates, but... You need, even with the baby looms, like, you need space. I can't deal. Yeah. <laughs> There's not enough room where I live. That's quite a hobby. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, um, I think it's seeing a real resurgence right, right now because people are really into it right now. Yeah. Which is cool. It's totally cool. Another use for your yarn, like, you know. Yeah, that's great if you have the space and you yeah. have the patience. and Totally. I feel that way about scrapbooking. Oh, scrapbooking takes so much space, I feel yeah. like. <laughs> yeah. I think I don't have the patience for scrapbooking. Me neither. I don't know how that works. I have no patience All you scrapbookers out there. Yeah, I admire you. I, I applaud you. Yes. Yeah. I'm just, yeah. Too much work. Can't do it. Can't do it. So, um, yeah, so we walked around and saw a bunch of vendors, and um, it was really cool. Like my friend said, she was actually, she thought it was cool to actually see people who were actually bringing, like, animals that they raised yeah. you know like like from their farm yeah. you know so there was like some independent dyers that's cool um which is cool um could to... you buy their yarn and fabric and everything yeah there? yeah so like you know they had some like independent dyers like candy skein who was really cool and oink yarns mostly local people 
and laser shape yarns and shaky K ranch, I think it was called. Things like that. Um, you can find the full list, I'm sure, on their website. Um, and they were selling like hand dyed yarns. Nice. But there were other places that were selling uh, bats and fleeces and like fiber. And then there were other places also selling tools and stuff. And I think there was a spinning guild there. I'm not sure which one. But they had a big section where they were all just sitting around spinning, I think, demonstrating where people are answering questions and stuff. So that was really cool. And, yeah, it was just fun just to walk around and, you know, of course I want to buy everything. But I was pretty good, I think. And my friend bought yarn, which was fun. It's always fun to see. She's not a huge shopper, so occasionally... She'll have these, like, shopping sprees, and strangely, I'm usually with her, um, and so it's fun. It's fun to watch other people shop. Maybe you bring that out in her. <laughs> I think I do, Yeah. to the truth, so, yeah, so it was a really fun event. Everyone was super nice, uh, got a nice, you know, list of vendors I want to try. I mean, I bought some, but there was others that I just didn't buy from that day, or, you know, they were out of some stuff that maybe I wanted, so I might just, most of them have Etsy shops and other shops, so, yeah, we stayed there for... I think like three hours. That's really good. Yeah, we ate there, and I mean, again, it was pretty small, and um, but it was so it was nice. It was kind of manageable. It wasn't like something crazy, and you know, it was it was fun. That's we awesome. Had a good time. So I want to go next time. You can go. I'll go next time. Yay! Yay! Okay, and I mean that's about it. If you want to go, go to their website, Vista Fibers Fiesta. And I'm uh, sure you can get more info on them. And I'm going to do a small blog post when I get a chance, just with some of the pictures I took. Oh, we saw alpagas. <gasps> oh, I saw those pictures. Yeah, they were Real super alpagas. cute. Yeah, they were super, super cute. Are they nice? Are they nice animals? Can you hug them? Well, I mean, I, I, I don't think they'd let us hug them, but they seemed pretty chill. You, they, they I don't think they like they wouldn't try to bite you or anything. No, they didn't seem like they wanted to bite anyone. Like if you wanted to hug them, even though they're kind of stinky, you could hug them, and they'd probably just give you this look, like, "Hey, what are you doing? Why are you hugging me? I don't know you." But yeah. but they wouldn't try to like you know yeah. spit on you. Or I don't, no, I don't think so. They didn't look like that. That's cool. That's cool. I like animals you can hug. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> me too. Rule number one: Can I hug you? Can I hug you? So, yeah, that's my little brief recap. Um, I bought some stuff, which we'll talk about in a second, I'm sure. So Yeah, let's go to retail therapy. Yay. Yay, retail therapy. I did not buy anything. What? Why am I doing all the talking? I know. Well, I'm sorry about that. I, um, t- I bought a ton of stuff. I didn't. I know. Well, I'm really jealous about that. I didn't buy anything um, since the last podcast. Really? I think I'm, I'm well, knitting related. Okay. I've been trying to be good, and again, I've been knitting. So I knit those two hats, and I we're trying to figure out the... Um, the double deco, so I feel like all this all this extra time when I could be shopping, I've been sort of I mean, I guess knitting. that's good, but... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Trying to dwindle my yarn stash. So you can buy more? Yeah, basically. Yeah. Okay. Well, let me just preface this by saying that Instagram is, like, the worst enabler ever. Yeah, it really is. I mean, I've, I love Instagram, and I'm obsessed with it, and the last month or two, I've found a ton of knitters and spinners to follow, so... I mean, it's really fun to see what they're doing, but you, of course, see people posting, like, beautiful yarn or, like, socks made out of something or something made out of something, and you're like, what is that? Let me find that. So um, I blame some of this on Instagram, for sure, because some of these people I would not have heard about, unless it was for Instagram. Damn you, social media! (laughs) Yeah, my favorite. Okay, so I'm going to do the yarn first. So this is... 
I ordered a couple of things recently, so oh, that's pretty. This is a skein of sock yarn from Republic of Wool, and it is 400 yards in 100 grams, 80% superwash merino, 20% nylon. This is their twist fingering, and this colorways. I've been. I was waiting for it to hit the shop. Um, it's called Grand Budapest after the Grand Budapest Hotel by Wes Anderson, the movie, and it matches the cover. It's like. It's, like, dusty pink and, like, muted muted mustard and, like, a, silver. a silvery gray and, like, little speckles of dark brown. It's beautiful. And I follow her on Instagram um, and the yarn maker, and she's, you know, she posts when she has, like, new colorways, and this one's been popping up a lot, but I've never managed to get it in her store. It's never been in stock when I've looked. And I could place a special order, but, I mean, my whole weird reasoning is well if it's in the shop when I go there then I can buy it right but I can't place a special order because that's like you know saying I'm gonna spend the money whereas I just happened upon it yeah then I can buy it it's like fate yes so finally um I actually came across a skein in her shop and so I bought it uh yeah it's beautiful and I'll be confiscating this uh for you know your own your own health I think I'm gonna make I think a shawl or something out of it Maybe a Stephen West shawl or... Uh, and it's really good 400 yards. Yeah, a Martina Bean pattern. Yeah. yeah, 400 yards, so... It could be socks, but I feel like making a shawl out of it, I think. So, oh, so okay, pretty. so then these two skeins came from the Lemonade Shop. Ooh. And I blame these on Susan B. Anderson again, because she's always making socks. And a while ago, she posted a picture of this one... Um, a similar skein to mine. Mine. This one's called Stormy Day, which is mostly gray, and then on one side it has like a bright fluorescent rainbow. And so when it's knit up, it looks like mostly one color, but then it has these little like blips of bright colors. And Susan B. Anderson was knitting on a sock, pair of socks with uh, this style of yarn, uh, but I think hers was maybe like a cream base or something versus mine's like a light gray and it's called stormy day it's really pretty yes and this is another 400 yards 80 20 superwash merino nylon these are so nice so this is really cute Mm -hmm. and then while i was getting this i also bought another one of hers which is part of her speckled um like line and you and i love speckled i love speckled it looks like candy it looks like candy i think this one was called peach speckled nice and it's mostly peach but it has these like speckles of hot pink and like hot turquoise and like bright green and yellow, a little purple and darker bits. I mean, I I like bright colors, so she had a few speckled when I went into the shop, but um, I ended up getting this one, which is super pretty. And that's the lemonade shop. Um, you can find her on Etsy. Uh, I think after Susan posted that, like her orders went kind of crazy, but I think she's been posting pretty regularly. Or you can like place a special order for, you know, one of the rainbow ones, so. And there'll be a link in the show notes. Yep, I'll link all these shops in the show notes, so. <laughs> so, so you, you can shop, You can too. buy. Yeah. Which is basically what I'm going to do when this podcast is <laughs> So the next thing I got, this is going to start my Vista haul. So first is the yarn. I didn't buy very much yarn. So this is fun. This is from Laser Sheep Yarns, L-A-Z-E-R. Cute. Um, she's on Etsy. And this is kind of a funny story because... She is actually, the yarn maker is actually friends with one of our friends. Um, a while ago, my friend Crystal uh, went onto Facebook and was like, hey, you should like my friend's page. She's making yarn. Like, she knows that we knit. And I was like, oh, cool, you know. And it's one of those things where 
you know, I was kind of afraid because, I mean, it's a friend of a friend. Yeah. And I was like, but, but what if it's, like, something I don't like? Yeah. You know, like, will I feel bad? Like, you know, I'm going to feel obligated to like it. Like it, yeah. But, I mean, thank goodness, she was at Vista, and I knew she was going to be there, so I wanted to stop by. Um, and uh, I'm really lucky, though, because her stuff is really cool. That's cool. So I don't have to feel like, I didn't have to be nervous or anything, because her stuff is really awesome. And she's the one who has... Um, some self-striping colorways of the Harry Potter houses. Oh, right. Yeah. Right, so right, she right. has, she doesn't do a bunch of self-striping. I think the Harry Potter one's the only self-striping one she does. But she has all four houses, and they have the even colored stripes. So um, it's just like, you know, each one. It's like the, I guess the, like the old school scarves, like the first year scarves. Yeah. Uh, and I kind of wanted those, but I have some Harry Potter yarn. So I decided to hold off, but I got some of this, which is on her... Let's see, this is a sock weight, and it's 75% fine wash super merino, and 20% nylon, and they actually come in 50 gram skeins at 218 yards each, which is actually kind of nice, because if you wanted to, you could, you know, buy just one for, say, like a hat, or if you're making mitts or something, or say if you wanted to make a bigger shawl, you could buy like three versus like two 100 gram skeins, Yeah. and they're very reasonably priced. They're $10 each, and so... I thought that was a really good price, and this is called Dead Sheep. It's really funny. And she said it was, like, because she likes zombies, which I love, as you know. I do not love yes. zombies. So this colorway is really cool. It's got a kind of, like, I don't know how you call this. It's 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 very earthly tones. Yeah, it's but green. But rusty. Yes, green and, like, rust brown and then dark brown and blips of cream. And it's variegated. It's almost speckled, but not quite. It's and, really pretty. And my favorite part, actually, though, is her tags, which, you know, have her logo and say laser sheep, but each colorway um, comes with a little button that has the name of the colorway on it. Yeah, that's cool. So I have a little one-inch pinback button that says dead sheep on it, and it has a sheep that's upside down like he's dead. Poor sheep. And she had, there's a, a picture for each colorway. That's cool. Um, and she told me that... She she illustrates them once, and then she has someone make them for her, and then she attaches a button to each card on each skein, which I think is a lot of work, but it's pretty awesome. Yeah, that looks great. Like so, uh, I'm interested in checking out her shop now. Yeah, so that's lasersheepyarns.etsy.com. Laser with a Z, and again, this will be in the show notes. So, also, I think the colorway is sort of unique. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I, I don't see a lot of um, colorways like that. I think it's gonna end up really cool. So I think I'll probably just do socks with it, but. And our other friend, Peggy, actually ended up buying two skeins or something there. All right, cool. Yeah. So it was cool. That's so that's great. exciting. Um, and then, what did I have? I have, oh, I have fiber. So I bought some fiber. Oopsies. Okay, so I bought, oh, here. Whoa. Yeah. That's a bat. What Tui has just handed me is a <laughs> cotton ball, hot pink, purple, <laughs> light pink. It has Stellina in it. It's got sparkles. Sparkly. Like, marshmallow fluff. Yes. It looks delicious. That's exactly what it is. It looks great. Uh, Oh, it's so soft. You're funny. And that is from, let me see, I wrote it down because I think I lost the card. It's called Spinning Tails and Other Yarns, and it's a bat, and I've never spun from a bat before, but it's huge and fluffy, and it's 50% BFL and 50% Merino, 2.6 ounces, and it's just... She said, she said that she knows, she can tell when her um, nieces come to visit or her grandkids, 
because then a bunch of her stuff will be hot pink or they'll like want to like want her to <laughs> dye those colors so she so I was like well basically I'm like a you know 10 year old at heart so this is perfect it's like hot pink and purple and it has Stellina in it I think so it's like sparkly I love it it's great so that'll be exciting because I've never spun from a bat before um I just want to use it as a pillow yeah it's really fluffy so oh yeah it's nice <laughs> So that'll be fun. Um, let's see. What else do I have? And then I bought... Ooh. So I bought two things from a place called The Fiber Ranch. And that's just thefiberranch.com. And they were really nice. I think it was... I don't know if it was a mother-daughter, but I feel like they might have been related. And they were super nice. And they had tons of fun fibers from their own animals. Mm-hmm. And I had a hard time picking what I wanted. So I ended up getting this first, which is 8 ounces of white alpaca uh, and white tessa silk. 60 alpaca, 40% silk. And I've never spun alpaca or silk. And it's kind of like a creamy white. Yeah, yeah. like a natural color. Yeah. Um, I'll figure, I mean, I'll probably dye it after I'm done. You want to touch it? Open yeah, it. I'll open it. Yeah. I touched all of them while I was there. I just shoved my hand in it. Oh, it's <laughs> nice. It's really, really soft. Yeah, so that was cool. It's what you think a cloud will feel like. <laughs> if you could feel a cloud. If you could one day touch them. But yeah. I like alpaca, and silk would sound cool, so... And it was reasonably priced. I think the 8 ounces cost me 25 bucks. Yeah. So, yeah, I thought it was cool. Uh, and they were super nice. So the second thing I got from them was... One and a half ounces of Superwash Merino and Tessa Silk, and that's just 50-50 split there. And so that's Merino and Silk, and that's only, yeah, feel that one. Wow, that's really light. Yeah, and I've, yeah, that's really light. So it's got a slight sheen to it because of the silk, and this one's, like, white, too. So. It reminds me of maybe what Rapunzel's hair would Oh, yeah. Would be like. Silken hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So that'll be fun. I just want to try, you know, right now I'm just playing with spinning, just learning things, so I really just want to just try all the fibers and see what I like, you know? Yeah, that's great. So, yeah. So adventurous. <laughs> Be so adventurous. So adventurous. I think that's all the stuff I bought. I may have bought some more stuff this week. Um, hasn't come yet. Um, and some of that stuff will be some of the stuff I steal. So wait till <laughs> next time to find out right. what Kimberly steals from Twee. That'll be a new, a new little segment. Kimberly stole this week. Yeah, that's great. Yep, and that's it. So you realize now what ha- what just happened is now what? I feel a great need to go and buy some yarn. Hey. Yarn stores are open today. It's really hard to not want to buy yarn. <laughs> There's so much new stuff coming out. It's so pretty. It is. Especially because, you know, like I said, the weather's getting cooler, so it just makes me want to knit more. True. True. All right. So I think, are we done with all our knitting stuff? Do you have any other knitting stuff to talk about? No, I think we're done. Okay. Yay! Yay! All right, let's go on to what are you reading and watching? Reading and watching. So, okay, this, um, currently I am reading a book called Beware the Wild. By Natalie C. Parker. It's a young adult book. I've never heard of that one. Yeah, it's um, it comes out next week. I think it's oh, it's it's really good. I'm I'm not surprised that it's so good, but because there have been really good reviews about it, but it's really entertaining. This girl has a fight with her brother, and her brother, and she lives in this very swampy southern town, 
and her brother gets really mad and he storms off and he goes into the swamp and there's always these stories of don't go into the swamp. And you never see him again? And of course, you know, yes. And But what, what happens is that the brother disappears into the swamp and something comes out of the swamp <gasps> that is not her brother. Uh-huh. And it, there's just been like a lot of really good kind of twists. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm only on chapter five or six. Okay. But there's been some really great, um, really great writing, some really great twists, plot twists, and I've, I'm enjoying it quite a lot. Um, and then I'm listening to an audiobook, which I, I am so happy I'm listening to this. It's going to oh, okay. be so nerdy, but Carrie Elwes, oh, who is yeah. famous yeah, for I know exactly what you're reading. being Wesley on The Princess Bride, wrote a book mm-hmm. called As You Wish. And the audiobook, he, he narrates his own audiobook, which is awesome. awesome and charming, and he has a really wonderful voice. And he got some of the actors, his friends, to narrate it with him. Yeah, and so some of them are missing. Some of them are missing, but he has Christopher Guest on Mm. there, Chris Sarandon, Robin Wright's on there. Wow. Yeah, and they have little stories, little snippets throughout. And some, some, um, he got Mandy Patinkin as well and other people, but they they couldn't do the audiobook. Right, right. So their voices aren't, but they're in the book. And it's just, oh, it's so, that's why I mentioned Andre the Giant. Yes. uh, Because Andre's been on my mind because Carrie always talks a lot about Andre the Giant. There's actually a graphic novel out right now about Andre the Giant. Is there really? Yeah, I think from uh, first, second books or something. Oh, right. You guys, I hear it's really good you guys should check it I out i have to check it out i really like Sorry. Andre. <laughs> drop the pen goodbye pen yes uh, uh what so is this book about so is it it's really about like day by day what stories um he he has from the set specifically so, the princess bride specifically okay. the princess bride and how proud he is i mean he's just you know you hear like some actors they get really mad because they're associated with one character for the right. rest of their life but he just says like he's so thankful that this happened to him, and he was yeah. relatively no one before, and right. he was able to do all this other stuff afterwards, and he said, I'm so proud of being Wesley, and Aww. and it's just, it's so positive and lovely and heartwarming, and the stories are great, and he he actually says, like, you know, he thinks everyone in the cast, and it sounds like it from what people are, are saying, saying yeah. um, they're just so happy to be involved, they didn't think it was going to be, be big, big this, this thing, mm-hmm. But years later, yeah. But wow, they're they're just. He says Wallace Shawn always gets approached, so he he because people ask him to always yell inconceivable. <laughs> and Mandy Patinkin always gets approached for that Indigo Montoya I, line. I spoke to Mandy Patinkin on the phone once. Did you really for a work for thing? work? Yeah, he called me back. Uh, I wasn't expecting him to call me. Uh, man, I really, really wanted to, to like tell him I love the Princess Bride, <laughs> but I'm I'm shy by nature, and I was just. I didn't, but he was very nice. I probably would have said something. I, I wanted I'm, to. I'm also currently watching him on Homeland. Oh, yes. He, he's really great right. on Homeland, right? But but still, I'm like, oh, you are Indigo Montoya, you know? Yeah. Like, I think so that's that's the best thing that I'm reading. Um, random thinking. aside, my friend, our friend, Adrian, once ran into Carrie Ellis um, a few years ago. He lives what? in Los Angeles. Right. Um, I forget what she was doing. Um, she might have been in an agency or something, doing something, and... Someone, <laughs> they were in a parking garage, and uh, someone was holding open the door for everyone, like letting like you know like eight people go through, and it ended up being Carrie Elwes, oh. and she was like, "Oh, thank you!" Like you know, when she saw him, she said it was he was super nice, and he was holding the door open for everyone. So yeah, he just seems Carrie lovely. Elwes, you're awesome, Carrie Elwes. If you're listening, we love you a lot, a lot, very much. <laughs> what are you reading? Um, let's see. Well, I finished a book that hasn't come out yet. Uh, it's a historical romance novel called Never Judge a Lady by Her Cover. Oh, I saw, I saw yeah. the cover for that. Yes. 
Um, it's actually not bad for a romance cover. And it's the fourth book in a series, the School for Scoundrels series, something like that, by Sarah McLean. And it's the last book in the series. And I don't want to give too much away if you remember the series yet, but it was really good. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah. I'll have to check out the And it series. doesn't come out till I think, early November. Okay. It's coming out soon. So I finished that. And I also started a book called Game by Barry Lega, mm-hmm. which is the second book in the I Hunt Killer series. And that's a young adult novel. It's like, oh, I guess I would say it's kind of horror because it's about a teenager boy named Jasper. And his father, Billy, was the most notorious serial killer of their time or whatever. And he's in jail. But I guess growing up, he would sort of try to train his son to think like a serial killer. Kind of like Dexter-ish. Yeah, kind of like Dexter, except Dexter's dad taught him to sort of cover up his sociopathy, whatever. Um, But Billy wants Jasper to be a serial killer, so he's always been talking to him and teaching him how to pick people. And, you know, he goes to jail, I think, when Jasper's like 10 or something. Um, But, you know, that voice of his dad is still in his head, and he's constantly sort of doubting himself because he's like, I mean, am I evil like him? Like, he raised me, like, you know, and, I mean, it's kind of when you read it that he's he's not, like, a killer, like, you know, and so the first book was really good. The first book was I Hunt Killers, and we both really liked that, and the second book came out, actually, like, a year or two ago, and I just never got around to it, but the third book, it's like, what is it called? In my, in my heart's blood, or there's a word blood in it. I'll write it in the show notes. Um, that just came out a few weeks ago. So uh, it prompted me to be like, I had to start the second book. So yeah. it's good Halloween reading. Yes, and I, I want to try to read some scary books for Halloween. So it's good so far. Uh, I haven't gotten too far in it. Uh, it's it's fun though. So that's Game by Barry Liga, and then I'm also reading Immortal by J.R. Ward. Nice, which I got from the library, and that's the fifth and final book in her Fallen Angel series. Which, if you remember, I think in the first episode I talked about reading the fourth book. So the fifth book just came out, and I was lucky enough to find a copy at the library. So I'm about halfway through that. That's good. And it's fun. You know, I'm interested to see how this ends. So, yeah. Um, you watching anything, or did you watch anything? We did. We went to see <laughs> we went to see Dracula Untold yes. earlier this week. Starring Luke Evans. Woo! Uh, that, 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 was, that did not take either of us very much time to think about. We were like, oh, look at this trailer. Oh, we totally want to see <laughs> yeah. that. We've been trying to see it for like a week. Yes. And so we finally just went on a weekday, which we don't normally do. We don't normally do, but yeah, that was totally worth it. Um, yeah. It's a lot of fun. It's fun. I, if you like Dracula-type movies and just sort of fun action, yeah. you know, like, I'm not expecting some kind it's of... Not like, it's not Jane Eyre, you yeah. know, but you don't expect it to be Jane Eyre. But it's, so. it's really fun, and I thought the story was... Pretty interesting. It was pretty interesting. It was well acted, and yeah. the special effects were cool. The special so. effects were pretty cool, and yeah, and know. and and we want to say we liked it that it was short. It was yes. only an hour and a half, which I think is a good running a time. Good for running movies. time. I feel like every movie nowadays thinks it should be two and a half hours long, no matter what it is, and I just don't think that's true. You don't need to have two and a half hours, which brings me to Gone Girl. I saw Gone Girl. Oh yeah, I didn't see that yet. Um, I really liked it. I read the book. Um, first, 
so I kind of knew what to expect. Gone Girl is a very good film as well. I like the book slightly better, okay. but Gone Girl is a really good film, and it was long. It was like two hours and 40 yeah. minutes or something. Is it close to the book? It's very okay. close to the book. The, the same writer who wrote the book wrote the screenplay. Yeah, Gillian that... Flynn wrote the book and the screenplay. Right. So, um, they do a really good job, but... How's yeah. the acting? The acting's pretty... You know, I really like Rosamund Pike. Yes. I think she's great. So, I'm... And Ben Affleck didn't bother me... I don't know. Ben Affleck doesn't really bother me normally. Yeah. So, I think it's hit or miss sometimes with him. But in general, I just like him. Like, he's fine. Yeah, I don't mind him. You know, I really liked The Town. Yes. Yeah. And Argo. Everyone And Argo, Argo, of course. Yeah. You have to like, yeah. I mean, Argo's He was great. good in that, yeah. so. so. Yeah. I still want to see it, but I don't I don't know when I'm going to get to it, but. What did you watch? I know you watched stuff. Uh, well, a couple of weeks ago, I watched The Maze Runner. Oh, nice. Yeah. Which I wanted to see, and that's based on a young adult novel by James Dashner. Mm-hmm. And... I thought it was really good. It was a fun movie. Just based on the trailer, even though I haven't actually read this book yet, I wanted to see it. And it's basically about these teenagers who end up trapped on this, well, it seems like an island or something, there's this giant maze, you know, and they have to, they're trying to find their way out, and it's a little bit like Lord of the Flies sometimes, you know, because, you know, that kind of stuff, but of course something nefarious is going on, because, like, who's putting these kids out there, you know? Uh, overall, I thought it was, like, well-paced, well-acted, like, it was, in, you know, it was, it was just fun to watch, like, it was an interesting world, it just wasn't, you know, too, like, I feel like a lot of, like, young adult movies, or even sci-fi type movies, there's a lot of, like, info dumping, we're like, we gotta explain what this world's about, and, you know, like, really fast and, like, these weird, awkward, like, conversations, but um, when a movie's done well, they don't, I don't think they have to, so I think that happened here where everything was you could figure out what was going on and they told you but not in a really obvious way yeah so that's really good so they're making a sequel already i think it's been greenlit wow so i'm interested to see because it's kind of left on like a it's not a cliffhanger but like there's like stuff happens it's open yeah it's definitely open and you want to know what happens next so yep you watching anything else no that's it tv tv um no um well yeah i mean i'm watching I've discovered Gilmore Girls again on Netflix. So yeah, everyone's been, so excited about that. There's been hours of that. Um, my husband is re- Muffin is really really confused by it, but you know, yeah. <laughs> but it's been fun because I get to knit. So excellent. Um, I've watched more Gotham season one. I think I watched two or three more episodes, and so far it's just it's okay. It's not. It still hasn't really like gotten me into its grips. But it's not, like, terrible, you know? Some of the stuff yeah. is interesting. I don't understand Jada Pinkett Smith's character. Yeah. She's way campy, and I don't I don't understand it. I think it, it might just be one of those shows that... Have you watched gonna, it? I haven't watched oh, it yet. Yeah. I really have wanted to watch it, but I think it just... You know, one of those shows that it takes a full season, season yeah. to get kind of into yeah. and get its, its own tone. Yeah. Because there's a lot... I mean, you know, there's a lot of expectation and a lot of backstory, like, just from watchers, from viewers, mm-hmm. when you deal with Gotham and the Batman yeah. universe. So. Yeah. So, yeah, so that was, that's okay. And then I started Hannibal season two. Of course you did. Well, my friend, randomly, the last time I, before, like, right after we podcast, I saw her, and she was like, oh, hey, like, I bought this today, because she likes the series. She's like, but I'm not going to watch it anytime soon, because she's already seen it. So. So you can borrow it since you've already watched season one, and it was Hannibal season two. So I've watched maybe five or six episodes, and the last one was like 
crazy cliffhanger. I need, I should watch the second, the next one because it was like crazy. One day I so. will watch it with all the lights on <laughs> and lots of people around me and a stuffed animal. <laughs> yeah, and it's fun. It's it's a it's a dark, definitely a dark show, but um, I enjoy watching it now. Yeah, it took me a while to get into it, but um, I like it. Yeah. So. I think that's the end of the show. That's the end of the show. Yay. Yay. Yay for episode four. Yay for episode four. (laughs) Crazy. (laughs) Yeah. Crazy. So thanks, you guys, for listening. If you're returning, thanks for coming back. And if you're new, uh, we hope you listen uh, to the next one. Bye. Bye. You can find all the show notes at twistedstitchespodcast.blogspot.com. You can find me, Twee, on Ravelry and Instagram as Fishgold182 and Kimberly on Ravelry as Kimberly Buggy. You can also find our Ravelry group as Twisted Stitches. 